Hello, welcome to episode 186 of the Casual Try Hard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And today we're having some people bring some family heirlooms to us. We're going on the Magic <laughs> Antiques Roadshow and talking Ooh. about uh, some old cards that have gotten new life on Arena. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> a new life. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. So, to be determined. To be determined. So... Uh, we're still working on getting together mailbag questions. So if you have any questions that you want to ask us, uh, hit us up on social media. All of our links are in the description uh, below. So Discord, Facebook, Twitter, uh, we're on there. You can hit us up. Yeah, they're uh, they're still trickling in, so we're still taking them. Yeah. Um, like Brian said, if you got any questions that you got a desire for an answer, whether they're magic related or not, send them in and we'll do our best to answer them. Um, there's a couple different ways you can support the show. Also, if you choose to do so, uh, it definitely helps us out. Uh, the first is our TCG player affiliate link, tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. Uh, head on over there when you're looking to make your magic purchases. And when you check out, we'll automatically get a cut to help keep the show going. Like I said, we really appreciate it. If you could, uh, you know, at least do that for us. Uh, the other way you can help us out is directly through Patreon, patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg. Um, patrons get access to our pre-show, which is about an hour of us every week talking about who knows what. Um, patrons also get access to our show notes, and you get put on my mailing list for when I send stuff out, uh, which reminds me that I still have to do that. should be towards the end of this month I'll be sending that out. So if you want to get put on the list... Patreon.com slash casual MTG. Chip a couple bucks in, shoot me your address, and I'll add you to my list. Um, we covered the mailbag stuff. We're going to give our tournament one more shot. Uh, we didn't have a whole lot of interest last time, so we weren't sure if we were going to do it again, but we figure, why not? It's our one show. We'll time. do what we want. <laughs> um, it's going to be Peasant Brawl, uh, Saturday, August 27th at 8 p.m. East Coast time. So commons and uncommons. Um, are we doing standard or historic? Um, I think just standard's fine. Just like standard. I, I think I put together a standard one, and it felt pretty like reasonable to just be constrained to standard. Now it was three colors, but still. Yeah. I mean, standard's right. pretty big right now. It is. Yep. So standard legality, uh, just commons and uncommons. Singleton, obviously, for brawl. Yep. And. Uh, rounds will be best of one because there's no way to do sideboarding or best of three or whatever so just best of one um normal brawl rules saturday august 27th yeah 8 p.m get in there yep all right so like brian said we got uh some ancient relics to talk about this week cards that got the dust blown off of them yep and they're good Cards go. that haven't ever been on Arena before were added. We got two anthologies yeah. that somehow we uh, neglected to cover so far. So t- tonight we're going to talk about we'll them. We'll talk about them now. Yeah, we we knew they were there. We we had we had bangers of shows already prepared. So that's right. <laughs> so we had to get those out of the way. Yeah. So for ex- they were both what twenty cards. I um, think so. Yeah. So we have the one for Explorer. And mm-hmm. the one that was more historic focused. Mm-hmm. And there, there is a thing that like, this is maybe just me, that like, I always feel like when they do these, 
they have specific decks they're trying to make good. And I know they had in mind, yeah. I know that, like, yes, that's how it's going to work, but it always, like, feels bad when you just, like, I don't know, to me, when it's just like, oh, you thought this deck was close and you wanted it to be good, so now it's good. And, And I know that, like, only doing 20 cards, they can't just, like, it's not like a regular set where, like, you know, back in the day you felt like, well, sometimes you felt like they were like, here's just some random stuff, figured how it goes together. Mm-hmm. Like, like these feel a lot more like uh, the Shadows Over Innistrad block. Yeah. Where they're like, hey, would you like a sweet pre-constructed zombies deck? I would think. <laughs> so take all these rares and mythics that say zombie on them, put them Shuffle together. Them and yeah. I'm pretty sure good things will happen. And Jerry T is like, want me a Pro Tour, baby? That's right. Right? So it just feels weird because you can just kind of like go through some of the cards and you go like, this goes in this deck. This goes in this deck. Yeah. And then there's other cards that you're like, who are you for and why are you here? Yeah. It, it's also kind of weird because, like, this is supposed to be the format that turns into Pioneer, right? Mm-hmm. So we know what Pioneer looks like. And some of these things inch us to Pioneer, but, like, they're not what we needed to get there quickly. So like on Magic Online, right? Like they have vintage, but they mm-hmm. don't really have every single card ever printed in Magic. Right. Right. But they have all the cards that matter for vintage. Mm-hmm. Right. So like for us to have Pioneer on Arena, we don't need every card printed in uh, this legal in Pioneer, we just need the cards that see play in Pioneer. And right. if, like, something gets printed in paper that, like, takes some, like, obscure, um, currently unplayable card in Pioneer and makes it, like, a tier one card, well, then we can put the card on the client. Right. Right. So, like... I so- can't imagine it's hard to just, like, put a single card on the client if they wanted to. I mean, they put, like, an entire set of cards that no one wanted to play. I mm-hmm. mean, they put 40 cards with made-up mechanics on the client, like, <laughs> every month. Right. Or, like, they go regular set with what effectively are kind of, like, made-up mechanics because a lot of times they're new. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, here's 40 cards that don't work in paper. Right. And they do that every set. So, like, I know they wouldn't do it, right? But, like, all they needed to do was to be like, all right, get out the list of, like, go to, like, MTG Goldfish or Mm -hmm. MTG Top 8 and then be, like, most played cards in Pioneer. Right. And just start adding cards. Yeah, see what's missing. Yeah, what is missing uh, I've got 20 slots. Let me throw in 20 cards off of the like what's missing. And then you'd functionally have Pioneer. Right. But the problem is then that Explorer Anthologies 2 doesn't have a whole lot that you need to put in it. So Burning I'm, that sweet digital reprint equity. Ex- God. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, we can't put all the cards in because then... No one will want to buy Explorer Anthologies too, right? And it's like, no, just 
put the cards on it that people want and separate them from their wild cards. Yeah. So, with that said, where like it's very much like they had like a a list of like four decks they wanted to make better or a thing. Well, I mean, maybe there's definitely cards in here that do not slot into any deck. I I think there are four cards that they were like four or five cards that they were like we want to make this particular archetype better. Yeah. Like, the only reason they're here. Then there are cards that are like all right, we have the six cards we actually want to put in this anthologies, but I need 20 cards. So here's Tainted Remedy. That's exactly the card I was going to say. Here's Tainted Remedy. Yeah. Why? Because Why not? I need I needed to fill it out. Yep. Like, the card file only had six cards in it, so mm-hmm. I needed to fill it out. All right. So we're just going to work through here. Uh, first card was Favorite Hoplite. Mm-hmm. So, if you're a boomer, you remember like uh, ordeal of Fossa, blue white ordeal of Heliod. Yep. Yeah, or yeah, ordeal of Heliod, like uh, blue white uh, heroic. Heroic. And yep. this was like the uncommon, like one mm-hmm. drop for that. Um, it's like it's basically kind of like tenth legion, tenth uh, district legionnaire. Where when yep. you target it gets a plus one plus one counter, and this one prevents the damage to it after it's been mm-hmm. targeted. Um, like this is here because someone decided that the clever Lumomancer deck, uh, killing you on turn four like thirty percent of the time wasn't high enough. <laughs> so they were well. Like, what's weird though is when I mean. It's kind of weird to talk about these in this order because, like, some of them go together. Like, down yeah. further on the list is Battlewise Hoplite. Mm-hmm. And, like you alluded to, the heroic deck used to be blue white. Um, the current deck in Pioneer is red white. And in Explorer is red white. Yeah. But instead of giving us Monastery Mentor or whatever, or Monastery Swift Spear, mm-hmm. like, to get us closer to that archetype. They gave us Battlewise Hoplite instead yeah, to which push us away from that archetype. I have played a lot of Explorer since this has come out. Mm-hmm. I have seen zero Battlewise Hoplites resolved. Yeah. Like, just not a card that anyone's playing. Right. Um. Next up is my boy. That's right. Who, my who boy. I am today. That's right. You are. Rally the Ancestors. So we've, like, talked about on and off, like, a black-white zombies deck Mm -hmm. that was, like, I had, like, called it Rally Zombies, but -hmm. didn't have Rally, was playing uh, Return to the Ranks. Is that what it is? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep, Return to the Ranks. Um, So Rally Ancestors is, like, a card that I've played some in that Mm -hmm. deck uh, on Arena. I played that deck a little bit. I played against... Like some Abzan, like Sacrifice, Self Mill, like just general shenanigans deck mm-hmm. that was playing Rally of the Ancestors is like just kind of like a, oh yeah, if I draw this, I'm going to put 12 creatures onto the battlefield and like, you know, get a bunch of triggers and kill you. Yeah. Um, but I think the problem with like, I think the card is fine. And I think like it has a chance to do interesting things. I haven't seen it played in like a week but um 
as I tweeted at Saffron Olive, uh, he was like, what are your like digital magic conspiracies? And I was like, that there's like a pairings algorithm. Yeah. That like, if I'm playing against mono red constantly, and then I put like a bunch of pro red cards in my deck, I never see mono red again. Yeah. Right. Like when I was playing rally in a deck that was, you know, less, perhaps less good or had less powerful cards in it. I played against other rally decks with some regularity Mm -hmm. and I've been playing a different deck that has a bunch of busted cards in it. And I haven't seen really seen a rally deck since. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know that there's a pairings algorithm. Yeah. They've said that there is, um, uh, no, I don't know like what the extent is, but yeah. What, what the, like what goes into that pairings algorithm. Right. But like the thing with rally is I think it's good, but I think the deck that it makes you play is a sweet deck from 2017. Yeah. Can't really compete with uh with today. Yeah, like just like on a like if you laid all the cards out, mm-hmm. the cards that are like objectively powerful in the black white zombies deck, uh there are significantly less of them. Yeah. Right? Where it's a synergy deck that doesn't really have like a great engine like um like you're Cat playing Lazatrap Reaver. <laughs> yes, you play happily. You're like, oh yeah. my god. You're like, oh I played Priest of Forgotten Gods into Lazatap Reaver. Yeah. Got him. Like I'll play that, sack it, and then I'll play another one. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Um Yeah, like it's just a very you're playing very different magic. Mm-hmm. than everyone else now yeah. have i like attacked someone then flashed in a wandering emperor and with the exile uh trigger on the stack have i instant speed rallied and killed them oh mm-hmm. i have and it was great <laughs> did i instant speed rally to kill someone in response to a settle the wreckage uh-huh so nice. good so good i was like i'm gonna attack and if they settle me i just rally and kill them, kill them. And yep. they said, I was like, sweet, this resolves and you die. Yep. So like it does neat things, but I think the deck it forces you to play, right? Like it's a deck that you need to, uh, right? Like it needs a bunch of parts. It's, it's, uh, yeah. the technical term is fiddly. Fiddly. Yep. Yeah. You need, now, a I don't know that the rally deck is zombies though. Like I know that's what we were playing mm-hmm. because we had, like the pieces were mm-hmm. closer for that than like other versions of rally. Um, but I don't like, I haven't tried to brew a new version of rally either. I've yeah. only tried to slot this into that zombie deck. Like I said, I played against like an Abzan list that had, um, fiend artisan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I almost said, I was called it combat celebrant again, but it's not, it's cruel celebrant. Cruel celebrant. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and a couple, um, like ways to like self mill Mm -hmm. where you're like, you know, kind of getting value with creatures coming in and out where like, you know, fiend artisan is paying you for having the cards in your graveyard before you rally is doing stuff. And then when you rally, you're getting paid by having, you know, all these creatures are like it had, Oh gosh. Um, woe strider. So like Mm -hmm. you like woe strider, bring them all back. And then you sack everything for free and you kill them kind of deal. Was it green just for Fiend Artisan? Um, I 
think I'm trying to remember what else was in the deck. Like the fact that they didn't give us like Seder Wayfinder with Rally the Ancestors is just like an yeah. insult. Yeah. Well, I, I was kind of thinking there might be a Mardu version. Mm-hmm. There could be. Because then you get access to a like a blood artist with Judith. Mm-hmm. And you also get um the one drop red guy that dies and leaves a body. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, for a more of the, the spark. One, one, yeah, the one, one first striker. Yeah, that. I mean, and you get uh, unlucky witness. Yep. That draws you two cards. I mean, there could be something there. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I feel like it's one of those things that, like, if you want a fiddly deck that's like doing nickel and dimey stuff, mm-hmm. you play um, red black sack. Yeah. And that with, deck is just oven and. Yeah, that deck's just kind of proven to be, like, a thing for a long time. Right. Uh, And then, like, something I've talked about before is, like, it's super hard to play a graveyard-centric deck, especially one that needs, like, a critical mass of cards. Like, even Grease Fang is hard sometimes, Mm -hmm. right? When you can just, like, oh, end of your turn, I'm going to put in the Parhelion and then on turn three have it, right? But, like, even that, sometimes you get tagged by random graveyard hate. Yeah. Where, like, with Rally, you're like, I need a giant graveyard, and your opponent's just like, well, I'm going to, I free roll main deck graveyard hate in um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Graveyard Trespasser or Cemetery Trespasser, whatever it is. Graveyard Trespasser. Graveyard yeah. Trespasser. And or Hearse. Like, there's decks that play main deck Hearse. Hearse. And then, like, post board, there's Hearses and Go Blanks. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, I can't realistically get a graveyard of 10 or 15 cards to yeah. rally back in like one big shot. Because you're losing two or three every turn. Yeah, like you just can't keep up. Yep. So I think card is good, but modern magic does not support it. Mwah, mwah. Mwah, mwah. Next one. We got uh, scissors. Scissors. Yep, and Soul Artifact. Uh, we kind of had a like an artifact deck on Arena in Historic, at least, um, like the Affinity deck. And they and but, they also had like the the Tempered Steel deck as well before that. Yeah, I think the Tempered Steel deck and the Affinity deck like ended up being the same thing though. Kind of. Or close to. Um, the Scissors deck is a little bit different, where you're just looking to put this enchantment on something with evasion and. Mm-hmm kill your opponent very quickly um ornithopter darksteel citadel which is on this list later mm-hmm. and you mentioned ginger brute that's that's a good one to put some scissors ginger on ginger brutes um and then like so this is like the deck that this goes in is again kind of the one of the kind of decks that epitomizes modern magic mm-hmm. which is it's very much like I'm going to play, like, four cards, and if you don't have an answer for three of them, mm-hmm. you're going to die. Yep. Or, like, oh, hey, if any one of these threats stick, you lose. And like, That's kind of an interesting point um, that I've noticed lately and didn't really equate it to what's actually happening. But And I don't think that's what you were trying to say here. Um, but I've noticed, like, a lot of the decks only play like four cards 
Oh yeah. And either the game ends or not. Um, I've noticed that like trying to get my um, like my daily rewards or whatever, mm-hmm. where I'll I'll have to play like you know twenty blue or black cards or whatever, and it takes forever because games don't last that long. Yeah. Like th- there's only you know half a dozen spells cast the entire game. Which is like I think we've talked about like you are punished way more for flood or screw, mm-hmm. right? Because if you flood then your opponent got free reign and you're so far behind it doesn't matter when you start drawing spells. Right. And if you screw, like if you miss your third land drop and your opponent played like a three drop or a two and a one, yeah. again, you are so far behind, like unless you have matter. some wild catch-up mechanism, it doesn't matter. Because yeah. like, so this blue-white deck oftentimes is like Ginger Brute into like Patchwork Automaton into you know uh like then they're like okay ornithopter chica's reign of truth target my ginger brute give it unblock make it so it's not blockable unless something has haste and you take like seven yep and then the next turn like they do it again and then they put like an insult artifact on the ornithopter and they cast like another like garbage artifact to make the patchwork automaton a 3-3 and you're just like oh i didn't have a i didn't have a removal spell for this ginger brute so i guess i lost this game Mm -hmm. or they played that like or like oh they're a patchwork automaton is a 4-4 and i'm playing red and i by the time i got to four mana my lightning strike doesn't do anything right neat so, like, you're just very much, like, it's very, like, magic is a lot of nut draws now. Like, there's a mm-hmm. lot of decks set up to, like, I'm going to win on my nut draw. And if I don't completely and totally just, like, nut draw you and and win that way, there's usually enough value baked into the cards just on accident. Yeah. Right? Because you're like, oh, I'll kill your creature in response to you targeting it with Pachika's Reign of Truth. It's like, okay, cool. Next turn, I'll have a 6-6 six, six because <laughs> this flips over into a 6-6. Six, six. Oh, right. so it's a two-mana double pump spell that turns into a 6-6. Six, six. All right, cool. I can't beat the third card you got out of this. Yeah. Two-drop. Suck. Yep. Okay, thanks. <laughs> right, or like uh, it also plays, oh, gosh, uh, the... I can't think of what it's called. The one in the red, one in the white, one one that like looks at the top four cards for a. Oh, artifact. the blacksmith, ingenious blacksmith. Yes, um, and then gets bigger when you cast artifacts. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we had this card before. It was Glintness Crane, and yep. it was always just a one three, and it yep. also never hit an artifact. <laughs> there were multiple times at FNM I would cast it, look at like the top four cards of my library, put them on the bottom, and audibly say out loud to the glintness crane, I built my deck so you'd be good. <laughs> and you're not. But like it's like, okay, it, it's card advantage. Mm-hmm. And it also grows into like an unlike killable threat. Mm-hmm. Neat. Thanks. Great design, guys. Yep. So but in Soul Artifact is very much like it only has one home and it's that deck. And like you said, they right. were like, what's the best thing to put in Soul Artifact on? 
Dark Steel Citadel on it. Here you go. Here's your Dark Steel Citadel <laughs> later in the later in the set. Next up, they decided to make the most annoying deck in the format. More annoying. More annoying. Yeah. And that most annoying deck is uh, Mono Blue Spirits. Yep. They gave us Maus- Mausoleum Wanderer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a more interesting gift would have been Spell Queller because mm-hmm. it like makes the deck more interesting to play with and against. Um, pushes you away from Mono Blue, makes you play Azorius. But... I mean, it does that and... Like you said, it makes it so like the games pro it, the games may play out similarly where you just are not allowed to ever resolve a spell, mm-hmm. but like there's more interesting things happening on three mana. Yeah, like oh, there's questions I, yeah, instead I, of yeah. no questions, right? And like I don't, I didn't see it until. Uh, started playing against this deck like i don't think geist light snare is okay no right like it used to be when you played against this deck right that you're you would go like okay if they go like flash one drop or one drop into curious obsession on turn two shields were down Mm -hmm. now you just get like a one mana mana leak like, I just will, like, play and go, like, oh, they totally have Geistlight Snare. Like, they wouldn't have played uh, Curious Obsession without the Geistlight Snare. Yeah. That combined with, like, Slip Out the Back. Like, just, you just get in this situation where you're like, oh, yeah, I can never answer this thing. Yeah. Right? So it comes down to, like, were they on the play? Mm-hmm. Cool. So, like, you know, I guess I just couldn't answer this thing and got snowballed. Mm-hmm. Right, it takes a while, but you get it like you're just like, I'm gonna tap three mana and put my card in the graveyard. And they're like, Thanks. <laughs> and you're like, I'm yep. gonna tap four mana, like yeah, put it in the graveyard. Cool. So like uh in my sideboard, well in my main deck of the elementals deck I've been playing and I put on the, the Discord, um I played two main deck Chandra Awaken the Fernando. Mm-hmm. Just as something you can do that's not counterable. Because it says, yeah, it can't be countered. And then my sideboard yeah. has three fries. Yeah. Which can't be countered deal five. And it has other uses, right? Like, I bring it in against blue-white control. Yep, text Teferi. Teferi, Wandering Emperor, Narset. Yep. Like, just gets everything that's kind of annoying. Uh, but, like, Mausoleum Wanderer, like... I've lost games to like casting something and my opponent flashes in a spirit and -hmm. it's like, Oh, now I can't pay the tax because now this thing's a two, one or a two, two. So like there are definitely people that enjoy that style of deck, but I am not a person who enjoys playing with or against that style of deck. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cause it, uh, so like it just grates on my nerves. Like this is not an enjoyable play pattern, right? Like I don't know why. Like I'm having to do this, mm-hmm. right? Like it's like, do I have to bring in? Do I have to like put shifties in my sideboard? Just hit him with the shifting ceratops. <laughs> how you like me now, Mono Blue? I mean, you could. Yeah. How many things can can I put in my deck that say can't be countered on them? 
Let's just build oh, a turn clock. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Like, hit you for five. Yeah, or they like, can't tap it with their tappy boy either. Yeah, and, or like, has reach, go. Like, attack yeah. me. I got a green mana. Go for it. Yep. So, yeah, like, it did, like, the deck kind of before played, like, some pretty, like, mopey one-drops. Mm-hmm. And, like, Mausoleum Wanderer made it so they could card commit to, like, We Are Spirits. Right. So, like, it did, like, kind of, like, give the deck a better identity. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's just not a fun deck to In play. In general. Yeah, like, it's, like, when you play against Delver, right, you're playing against Days and Force. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, this spell, this deck probably has, what, 12 to 16 counters in it? Yeah. And you're just like, oh, I just, none of my spells are miserable. And it's just like, oh, well, that's not fun. Every one of them is more mana efficient than anything I'm doing. Exactly. Like, I have a deck that I would like to resolve a four drop. And it's like, me tapping four mana right now just loses me the game. Yep. But me also. Well, I mean, not casting your spells also loses you the game. So, me not tapping this four mana loses me the game. Yep. But, like, this deck also has the thing. Mm. I'm sure people who've played against it know this, right? A lot of times, like, if any four drop resolves, they just lose the game on the spot. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, sure. you didn't have the counter spell. You could never beat any card that resolves. Yeah. Like, it's just like a really, like, it's a deck that, like, I'd get frustrated with because, like, I'd be like, oh, I didn't have the counter. I guess I lose now. Yep. Like, th- all my agency is gone because you resolved a four drop. You resolved Kalidus, Trader of Get. I can <laughs> never beat this card. <laughs> I yeah. guess Speaking I'm of my boy. done. Next on the list, Kalidus Trader again. Yeah. Um, this is like probably the premier card for any sort of mid-range archetype on Arena right now. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it goes into Red Black. We talked about Red Black a bit last week, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen it anywhere else outside of I've, Red Black? I have. N- I think I've seen it in like Mono Black or Grixis Zombie, not Zombies, Vampires. Okay, that makes sense too. Right, right. I've seen it like as you know a thing that Soren can put in the play. Yeah. Uh, or just like you know a vampire that you like get to eventually. Like you know you turn your later on you turn your Z- Dusk Legion Zealot into like two plus one plus one counters. Yep. Which or, is probably also two life. Yeah. Or you know you you know sack the Dusk Legion Zealot to your uh, Soren kill one of their things and get a zombie out of it. So, like, it it went there, mm-hmm. but its main home is red-black. Yeah. And, like, red-black is kind of the de facto mid-range deck right now, so... Yeah. So, it makes sense. Um, Though, like, I mean, Kalidus does have a wall of text, mm-hmm. but, like, there are definitely times where, like, my opponent resolves Kalidus, and I'm just like, yeah, that card doesn't matter. Right. Right. And, like, that, that was not the case when he was printed in... Kaladesh, like he, not Kaladesh, gosh, in uh, Oath. Like he yep. kind of always mattered. Mm-hmm. And but there are definitely times where I'm like, I'm going to play like four mana Omnath and gain four life. And sure, attack with your Kalidus, go ahead. Can you kill my Omnath? No. Yeah. All right, so this your card does not matter. Eventually I will kill you. I mean, what's crazy if you think about it is like Kalidus was modern playable. 
Yeah, I know, like, right? Kalidus is the reason that I built Jund in the first place. Really? I didn't re- I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah, and like now like you Kalidus is like laughable in like modern. Right. Um the next two we can go over super quick. Uh <laughs> Shadowborn Apostle, one of those, you can play any number of these, and then you can sack six of them to get a demon and put it on the battlefield. Yeah, uh, is anybody doing this in Explorer or Pioneer? Uh, Seth, probably better known as Saffron Olive, uh, played a Shadowborn Apostle deck on Arena right after okay. it came out. Um, it was not good. I mean, right. it was interesting. He played Mirror Box. That gives you Which plus- one's Mirror Box? Yeah. Uh, Legend rule doesn't count, and you get plus one, plus one for each creature that has the same name as another creature. So okay. it was like Shadowborn, 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 Mirror Box attacked you for nine was like the curve. Gotcha. And then he had like the, whatever, something of Ancestry, arc, arc, where like you pick a creature type and it gets plus one, plus one. Oh, okay. Uh, and then you pay three, tap it, and look at the top like four, and you put like a creature with that type in your hand. So it was like human and just like would just yeah. be able to draw but yeah no one's doing this uh seriously like i've not seen one at all yeah in like a serious context tainted remedy why no idea no clue i don't even know what you do with this card like uh, it stops your opponent from gaining life yeah i like I, I, is is this like the cyborg juke for green white Maybe. And then they just skyclave it and you look like a dope. Yeah, that's true. Like, it's like, okay, I'm going to play the stupid 1-1 with Vigilance that makes a creature. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes an angel if you have 27 life. Then I'm going to play Giada. The next turn, I'm going to attack you for three and play a 3-5, um, what is he called? Uh, Valkyrie. Yeah. And then... And then you resolve your Tainted Remedy while you're taking, like, five in the air. And if I play another angel, it's huge. Yeah. Neat. Go ahead. Play that card. Take your turn off. I'm still going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't. The only thing I can don't think is, like, there. weird sideboard card. Yeah. Really weird sideboard card. Yeah. Like, there are, are there spells that make your opponent gain life? I guess, like... If you had, like, target opponent gains, like, what is it? Uh, the weird Heliod card, like the white, white X. Oh, like yeah, gain, yeah. like, two X life or twice yeah. X life. I don't know if that's just you or if you can, like, target your opponent. Like, I don't know if you could do yeah, I'm not sure. some wacky stuff, but, yeah. Uh, what no. about um that angel? That angel. The three white, white. Two six double strike. Yeah, like, oh yeah, I guess that like, it just wouldn't let them gain the life, so they would like take the damage. Uh, they wouldn't. Does it deal damage? I don't remember. But yeah, like that, either. you could do. You could maybe do that. But that no, seems... I don't. I don't think it deals damage. I think they gain that much life instead. Okay, so like this would just make it deal damage. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, it's weird. It's weird. Um, Alicia who smiles at death. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just a brawl card, right? 
probably, and I don't even know if it's a good brawl card. Like this was, if I remember correctly, it saw some play in Tiny Leaders, but that yeah. was, I don't even know that it's an actual commander card. Yeah, like, as I think we've talked about, there is someone or a small group of people that are in the Alicia Who Smiles at Death Discord mm-hmm. that, like, this is all they've ever wanted was to, like, play Brawl with this. Probably. But, like, I don't know how many people are in that Discord. Like, Two six? Yeah. 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 And they all built their Alicia decks and are direct challenging each other right now. <laughs> Um. Next up, Searing Blood. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's. I would call it a welcome inclusion, but I don't know that it's like setting the cues on fire. I feel like I've been hit with a Searing Blood once, yeah. but I don't really remember. Yeah. It's weird because, right? Like. Two damage to a creature for red, red. Doesn't kill anything anymore. Yeah, it doesn't. Like, in the things that it does kill, like, you know, it kills a Risen Reef, but they already got their card. It right. kills a, a Blood Tithe Harvester, but they got their uh, blood. blood. Right? Like, it kills so little. Like, it's here for, like, Mono Red, but I don't feel like Mono Red wants this card. Yeah, I don't like, think mono so. Like, mono-red is, like, way more creature-based. Yeah. And if they do want it, it's, like, a sideboard card. Yeah. I don't think anyone's happy to main deck Searing Blood. Yeah, like, if, if like, Searing Blood versus, like, uh, Bone Crusher Giant. Like, I think you just take Bone Crusher Giant every time, right? Yeah, every time. Right? I like, would much rather draw a 4-3 than, than deal 3 damage to something. 3 damage. Yeah, because, like, that 4-3 is going to deal 12 damage. Yeah. At some point. And also not get killed by your opponent's Searing Blood. Right. Um, next up is Team or Battle Rage. I feel like I've only seen this card one place. I haven't seen it anywhere. I got Battle Rage out of a game against the Red White Heroic deck. Mm. But I think that's only happened like... I don't think I was like the only match or maybe I played against it twice. Yeah. But I switched from best of one to best of three. Mm-hmm. Because the deck I was playing like needed the cyborg. Yeah. And when that happened, like the red white deck just went away. Mm-hmm. Like very rarely see it. So I haven't seen it in a while. I haven't seen Team of Battle Rage in a while. Yeah. This uh next one goes in the same deck, Titan Strength. Yeah, I've not seen anyone play it. Really? They they play Titan Strength in the uh Pioneer version, right? Uh I don't know. Like the red spell I've seen is um like ancestral anger, yeah. Since it just draws them a card as it well. Itself, yeah. So yeah, but I've not seen, I've not seen anyone play Titan Strength. Like I could a hundred percent see it going in that deck, mm-hmm. but I've not seen it. Yeah. Personally. Um. And then we have back to nature. Why destroy all enchantments? I don't know. Maybe they're printing some really busted sagas in Dominaria. Maybe. And if they're busted compared to the Kamigawa sagas, we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're in a bad way, my friend. In yeah. a bad way. Um, yeah, I don't know why we have Back to Nature. Yeah, it's weird. Like, it's either, like you said, it's either 
they have a bunch of sagas coming down or a bunch of enchantments coming down the pipeline mm-hmm. that they're like, we might have gone, we might have gone too hard. I think Morrow did say that 2023 was like the most. Oh, like, yeah, there's supposed to be some set that's the most pushed thing ever. I don't remember what he said. He said something. I mean, Bilbo's got to destroy the one ring somehow. <laughs> yep. Um, so. Ooh, what do you think Mount Doom does? Do you think it makes crack zombies? <laughs> is it, could it be like a super, is it, ooh, could it be like every time like you get like a zombie and you deal three damage like a super Valakut? Ooh, maybe. Or it they, spits out an orc. Yeah, as I say, it makes orcs. An orc and a Valakut something. Yeah, you make a one-one orc and you, but you only deal two damage to something. Yeah. That's how they balance it. Yeah. Um, we have Elvish- but it's every land. Yeah, every land. Doesn't matter. <laughs> just every land. Um, Elvish Mystic? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'm like, down for Elvish Mystic. It um, gives Mono Green a uh, more consistent like start. Like mm-hmm. that deck desperately needs to go Elf into 3-drop. Like the deck should only right. really play like it's hard. Like It should be very few 2-drops. Yeah, it like, should, be it just, should just mulligan till like one drop, three drop. Yeah. Right? Like, I guess it should play like werewolf pack leader and some number of scavenging oozes. And that's yeah. it. And then everything else should just be a, a sticky, undercosted, green, green, green beater. Yep. And then collect the company. And then collect the company. Exactly. That's, that's your deck. Like, find the thing that has the biggest power. Mm-hmm. That has the casting cost green, 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 and that goes in your deck. Right. And when you're full up on those, <laughs> the last four spots are collected companies in case you didn't kill them on turn five. Yep. Um. So with that deck building instruction, <laughs> I give you Tireless Tracker. Yeah, I mean, for a long time, it was one of the best three drops, right? Again, another modern playable card. Mm-hmm. Um, was twenty something dollars at one point. Yes, yeah, I don't so know if it still is. Tireless tracker for the uh, uninitiated or or the young. Uh, yep. Two and a green for a three two, and we're gonna just shortcut it to landfall. Mm-hmm. Make a clue. Yep. And then whenever you sack a clue, mm-hmm. uh, you put a plus one plus one counter on tireless tracker, and a yep. clue is an artifact that you pay to sack and draw a card. It's a food that draws you a card instead of gains you three life. Yeah, exactly. Right? And, like, that comparison, it was like, well, food's not going to be that strong. Like, Mm. if Tireless Tracker was put into a set now where they build around clues. Right. Ooh. But, so, like, I've seen this in, like, um, just pour one out for our homies here. So, I've seen Tireless Tracker in, like, mono green. Which I think mm-hmm. is like a horrible mistake. Yeah, I would not play this in mono green. Right, like yes, a hundred percent. It lets you uh, maybe like grind, but like that deck's not about grinding. That about right. deck's about making you dead. And like, uh, what's his name? Old growth troll incidentally grinds anyway. Mm-hmm. So like, you don't need another way to grind. I don't think. And same with collected company. And like, it does not have the highest possible power. You can play it three mana in a green deck yeah um and like spending two mana to get your clue 
or to get your card off your clue. Like if you, like the right way to play collected com- uh, to play sorry tireless tracker what is what you play it on turn four. Right. You, so then you can make your land drop and get your clue. Yeah. So they can't kill it in response, and then like you're gonna spend two mana on like turn five to like make it a four three. Nope. Your opponent's like playing a gold spinning dragon or like. I've played against, oh, what is it? Glorybringer. And your mm-hmm. tireless tracker is just getting Glorybringered. And you're like, oh. <laughs> I took four, yeah. my thing died, and I'm in a bad way. Yeah, should... and like with as powerful as everything is now, it's hard to find, you know, find room to correct that clue. Exactly. You're having a, you know, answer or deploy a threat. And there's really not a whole lot of points in a game where you just have two mana floating around where you can draw a card. Yeah. To go back for a second, I should I should mention that Elvis Mystic also is good in the Gruel aggro decks. Yeah. Which you're just swapping. Which are basically the same thing, but... Yeah. You're swapping the biggest thing you can put in at green, green, green for the th- mm-hmm. biggest thing you can put in for one red, green. Right. Uh, and you have Emberclave. Yep. For like, oops, you have blockers? Okay. I got. I gotta get this done. The other place, and I feel I feel so bad for these people. The other place I've seen Tireless Tracker is beside Siege Rhino. And like, no. like I've played against Abzan, and it's just been clown shoes. I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. I know what you're doing, but like, this just doesn't stack up with like modern magic. Yeah. Well, like, do you want to talk about Siege Rhino, or are we still going in order here? I mean, we skipped, We already talked about the fact that no one's playing Battle Wise Top Light. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we yeah. already talked about So we, about we skipped that. him. All right. So, yeah, Siege Rhino. So these, like, Tireless Tracker and Siege Rhino... Are relics. Are relics. They are the antiques in this roadshow. Right? Yeah. Like, I can go get my Siege Rhinos out, and we can talk about the provenance and how long they've been in my family. And mm-hmm. they've been in my family since 2015. <laughs> Um, well, maybe I'll show you my siege rhinos that I got signed at the first GP I ever went to, ooh. and then promptly put in my binder because standard rotated and I never played them. Yeah, like m- remember when they banned birthing pod because of siege rhino s creatures, and they were like, "We can't have birthing yeah. pod because we can't ever print creatures that do stuff." And it was like, "You're gonna create creatures that do more stuff than siege rhino," <laughs> and they were like, "Hold my beer, I got you." Yep, I think we can do it. Uro, Uro, Omnath. We're good. Yeah. Um, so, like, these went into, like, the, like, mid-range decks. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, but, like, this is laughable for a mid-range deck. Yeah. Like, like, the only way I could see you playing, like, a Siege Rhino deck is if you could, I don't know, like, blink it every turn. But even then, like, it doesn't... I don't think it does enough. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I agree. Like, that's... So, I'm going to keep going back to, like, four mana... Like four color Omnath, mm-hmm. but like even Questing Beast is kind of better than Siege Rhino, mm-hmm. right? And that's just one color. But like four right. color Omnath can gain you four life every turn, right? Not just when it ETVs. Yeah, like yes, it takes a while to get to like the Lightning Helix mode of Omnath, right? Mm-hmm. Like that takes some work, but sometimes you do, and you kill three Planeswalkers, right? For for going like. Crack my fetch land, play a fetch land, crack my fetch land. Mm-hmm. And you're just like and your opponent's just like, Oh, I guess I guess I'm dead now. Right? Like Siege Rhino, like that style of deck just doesn't work anymore with 
the amount of like innate card advantage built into cards now. Yeah. Right. Like we've, we talk about like bone crusher giant, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's deal two damage to something, which admittedly doesn't get a lot of things. There's many things that used to get, right? Right. Right. But like, it's okay. Kill something and then draw a four, three and just have a four, three Mm -hmm. chilling for later. Yeah. I mean, the difference though is like we, when we were talking about searing blood, mm-hmm. like you, it doesn't feel great to waste a searing blood on a blood tithe harvester. Mm-hmm. It feels awesome to waste your stomp on a uh, blood tithe harvester. Blood tithe harvester, right? Because you have your three drop all rolled up, which is yeah. bigger than tireless tireless tracker. You have to sack three clues before it can block a bone crusher giant yeah. and not trade. Right. Um. But, like, you know, Siege Rhino, like, the stuff that we get at four mana now, like, you could argue that even at three mana, um, Graveyard Trespasser, right? That's a two for one that also is Graveyard Hate, Mm -hmm. right? Like, it's not as big. So, yeah, Siege Rhino can block it, but at the same time... It has protection built in, though. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's a a two for one if you want to kill it. Yeah. And Siege Rhino, like... Um, in 2015, I do believe, right when this came out, mm-hmm. Siege Rhino or 2014, 15. It was either 15 or 16. I think it was 15. Okay. Uh, Siege Rhino was was a two for one. That lightning mm-hmm. helix to your opponent was worth about a card. Yep. I think now that lightning helix is worth about half a card. If Probably. That, right? Just for what everything else it does. And it's just not enough value anymore. Mm-hmm. So it just makes it so like it just doesn't it doesn't do enough. Right. And like you know, those if you're gonna play like red black, your mana's better in red black. You get to play mm-hmm. creature lands yeah. uh that like do more are than good. <laughs> yeah, are good. Um uh, <laughs> Right, and you're like, your mana is so good, you can like play Invoke Despair, and yeah. like Red Red Chandra. Right, like, admittedly, Evoke Despair does not leave a four or five body on the on the battlefield, but sometimes it's just deal six, draw three for four mana. Yeah, which, which is, is fine. like, which is fine. I was gonna say, which is amazing. And like, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's 2022. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. But like I mean there's better things I could do with five mana. Yeah. But like Tireless Tracker, Siege Rhino. Well it's four mana. It's one black black black. Is it four? I thought it was black black. It's one black black black. black. I'm almost positive. Maybe it is five. I could be I could be uh super wrong. We can uh we could we can check here. We're gonna we'll go to the tape. You might be right, it might be five. Yeah, I think Uh, it's five. I I thought the whole cycle was like color, 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 color. You might you you're right. It is five. Never mind. I take it back. You you have better things you can do with five mana. Uh, but yeah, like it just and it just doesn't stack up. Mm-hmm. Uh, slaughter games for reasons. I mean, it can't be countered. I, I, you can get the you can get the turn four and you can take Supreme Phantom out of your opponent's deck. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what Slaughter Games is for. I mean, I, I have regis- registered Slaughter Games like for a tournament, but mm-hmm. again, that was a long time 2016, ago. I think. Yeah. Um... There's any number of things that have this effect that are better now. Mm-hmm. A lot of them cost like one less mana. Mm-hmm. Right. Like um, Necromentia. Necromentia. Um, Lost Legacy. Yep. Uh, Unmoored Ego, though it's it's in blue. Yeah. But like it's three. Like this effect now costs three mana. Right. So, you know, for a really long time, remember Lobotomy. Mm-hmm. That was two blue black. Like this was just a four mana effect. Yeah. They got cut down to three. And like I don't know, like red black is not about taking turn four to like not put on a put down a threat or you know No, definitely not. Deal with something on the board. Deal with a potential threat later that may or may not be in your opponent's hand. Like no, you care about what's yeah. in your opponent's hand. Or you like you play a Chandra and you kill their thing. Yeah. Like that's what you're that's that's the name of the game. Supreme Verdict is weird mm-hmm. because of like what it did. And what I mean by that is the blue white control decks had any number of four mana wraths mm-hmm. that had like slight downside. Right? Shatter the sky or yeah. um what's the new one that cares about if you have multi yeah, depopulate. There you go. Um, so, like, Supreme Verdict is definitively better than those. Mm-hmm. But it's upside, just... Upside, not downside. Hmm? It has upside, not downside. Yes. But it was just like, here's a better version of the cards you're playing in this slot already. Yeah, but it's a card getting you closer to Pioneer. Yeah, like... In in the like list of like top played cards in Pioneer, Supreme Verdict yeah. is on the list. Yeah. Right. But I don't Which know. Which is if, more that I can say for Slaughter Games. Yes, yeah, so I was say I don't know though if this spot would have been better used to like prop up another deck. Probably. And be like, you know what? We'll get to Supreme Verdict Blue White. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, but we want to use this slot to. Again, not that I think they want like Lotus Field on arena anytime soon. Yeah. But to like, you know, we could put in a couple cards in here that could have got like made field some version of it. Right. I mean, maybe this is just for spirits though. Yeah, exactly. It could just be like, you guys yeah. can never beat spirits. Right. Cause you have to tap four mana. So here's a way that you can tap four mana and beat spirits. Mm-hmm. And that could be it, but it just, you know, it feels weird. <clears throat> That it's just, like, a lot of these were, like, hey, you don't have this one drop in for Favorite Hoplite. You don't have a one drop that does this. Mm -hmm. Red Black, you don't have a Kalidus, like, type Something to close the game up. Yeah. Right? Um, Mono Green, or the Green decks, you don't have Land of War Elves 5 through 8, so here's that. Yeah. Right? Also, potentially, let you play Elves if they... Print mm-hmm. some more that are worth playing. A couple more lords. Uh, I mean, I think in historic you could probably play elves. In historic, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Not in explorer though. No, I don't think. No. And then like supreme verdict is just like, 
Yeah, this is just a strictly better thing that you have two other options of. Right. So, like, that felt weird. Like, I know why yeah, it needs to be weird. there. But, like, if you're going to, like, put so much trash in this, mm-hmm. you could at least, like, put trash to, like, target another, like, pioneer, like, put another pioneer-ish deck into Explorer, even if it's, like, some, like, powered down shell of itself. Yeah. Now, we already kind of talked about Darksteel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think we need to cover that one again. But the last card we have here is Hangerback Walker. Um, I imagine that's for the same deck, the Scissors deck, but I don't... Does the Scissors deck even play Hangerback? Um, this seems weird. I saw someone playing a Hangerback Walker. It may have been in Scissors or it could have been in something else. And it's just so slow now. Yeah. Like, it is so unbelievably slow. So it's XX for uh, a 0, zero and it comes in play with X plus one plus one counters. Mm-hmm. And then you can pay one and tap it and put a counter on it. And then if it dies... You know what it is, though. What? It's a, another zero drop for Song. Oh, it is? Yep. It is. Um, is Song non-creature? Or is it Spell? It is just Spell. I think it's just Spell. Yeah. Like, I, I can get behind zero drops for song. But, like, it's just super slow. Yeah. For, you know, again, like... You're, certainly not walking ballista. Yeah. I think I played against... I played against a... Uh, is um, Hardened Scales on Arena? Oh. Yeah, I think so. I played against, like, a Conclave Mentor Hardened Scales deck with Hangerback Walker. But since they like killed Ballista for Heliod Sins, yeah, uh, like this is a like bad version of Ballista, yeah. So like, which is weird because like Hangerback was a thing before Ballista. It was awesome, but it was awesome yeah. from Magic Origins, and like that's the thing that we have to like calibrate ourselves to, right? Like Ballista is just a better Hangerback Walker. Yeah. I know they quote unquote do different things, but yeah. like yeah, but they fill the same slot in the exactly. decks that they're in. Though. There are there are, there are only so many slots in your deck for XX zero zeros, and Ballista yeah. was the better one. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yes, hardened scales is in okay. Explore. Um. So yeah, I played against like a hardened scales like Conclave Mentor deck yeah. that played Hanger Backwalker. That's the only place I've seen it. Yeah. But again, when I switched, I don't to think best I've of- seen one yet. When I switched to best of three, a lot of these like fringier the decks, decks off. went away, and yeah. it's basically uh, red black. Some version of red black. They're all a little like they have the same core, but then mm-hmm. there's just like some cards around the edges that change. Yeah. Um, blue white, which I would be willing to best guess that like seventy of the seventy five cards in every blue white deck. Are exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And the, then, I would even venture more than that. Probably yeah, it might just be seventy-five out of seventy-five. Yeah. And then there's like the the scissors deck. Mm-hmm. And I've played against probably the next most popular deck is like somewhere like mono blue spirits, mono green. Is kind of like where things are. Like those are like the other you know, decks receiving votes. Yeah. 
that like a lot of the other stuff has gotten pushed out. Mm-hmm. So I think overall they did a reasonable job of like they put like three or four of the 20 most important pioneer cards that were missing yeah onto the client and then some of them they were just like whoopsie yeah i mean i think it was pretty good i i bought the uh the explorer like pack or whatever the anthology yeah i i've not i think the only card i got was rally right now yeah I knew I would play Rally. I knew I would pay, play Kalidus. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew I would play Elvish Mystic. I knew I would try and put Tracker and Siege Rhino in a deck at some point. Mm-hmm. So I figure, like, just between those cards, like, I would have paid more money trying to get those cards and buying Fair. the $20 pack, so. Fair. No, I, I agree. I agree. Like, I I have a, a reasonable enough wild card stockpile. That, yeah. like, I just kind of like pick and choose what yeah, I want. I don't. You, you definitely go a lot harder on the drafts than I do. Yeah. Though I did see, gosh, I wish I would have like retweeted it. This person was like, I think I have a hoarding problem and showed like their arena stuff. Yeah. They had four draft tokens. I forget. Like <laughs> we were, we were in the neighborhood of the same number of rare and mythic wild cards. Yeah. They had one million gold <laughs> and a hundred thousand gems wow i was like dear god yeah He's like i might have a hoarding problem like you think yeah so like i i think overall like this is probably like a c plus b minus kind of like pro uh, like anthology i don't think yeah, it's I mean, like, it, was, it was fine i wouldn't yeah it's like, not like I, a level. I don't think i'd be no, but like if I, if there was another one of this level, I don't think I'd be disappointed. Yeah, I think I'd be like, okay, like this yeah. kind of set the like baseline of like you're gonna get like three cards that like really truly matter, mm-hmm. and then and, some that you're probably gonna play for funsies, and then some that don't matter. Yeah. So yep. that was uh, now. I don't know if we can say the same for uh, the historic anthology. Well, a historic anthology is only 10 cards. It says 20 at the top, but... Uh, well, yeah, I, 10 I of see, them are all the same, though. Yes, I see what you mean, yes. <laughs> so, we'll we'll go through the historic anthology a little faster, since yeah. uh, this is not a, we're not historic gamers, really. Uh, not anymore. I mean, we used to be, like, back when that was yeah. the closest we could get to something that wasn't awful standard, but... yeah. When I was when I was forcing myself to play decks with only pioneer legal cards into yeah. like modern masters block constructed, right? Uh, yeah. It's like so here I'm gonna play modern mastered uh, to sealed, okay? And you're gonna play uh, not quite pioneer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm gonna win with my modern masters to uh, yes. sealed deck. Dang it, you yeah. are. This sucks. Okay, fine. All right. And, like, honestly, I don't know how much of this stuff even matters for Historic. Like, I think of the ten cards that aren't lands, um, I think most of them are there for Brawl. Like, I don't don't even think that they're meant to be played in the Historic format. So, Um, uh, go ahead. Sorry. 
uh, Everson Angel of Hope is kind of exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, Brawl uh, card. the first card in this. Yeah, you're playing that in Brawl. You're not playing that in Historic. Can you imagine trying to cast or reanimate an 8-drop against a Dragon's Race Channeler? Like, you're going to lose that race. Hey, but they made the Dragon's Race Channeler so it's only a 3-1 instead of being sure. a 3-3. Three, three, so that makes it a lot better. Right. Yeah, uh, Phyrexian, a lot better. Phyrexian Metamorph? Yeah, um, I mean, that's kind of cool. I mean, it lets you, like, do Garuda stuff mm-hmm. a little easier. Like, it, that's generally an interesting card, but it's not for... Well, it's Kim- also, like, almost Phantasmal Image, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not going to, like... It is not a card that is here for competitive historic play. Probably not. Um, Has anyone in the last 15 years ever played Ophiomancer in a competitive deck? Probably not. I mean, but it's also like only legacy legal, right? Maybe. It was a, it was a commander card. No, it's it's older than that. I think. Uh-uh. I no, think... it was in the one of the first commander decks, I think. Oh, like I thought it was uh commander 2013. Okay, I thought it was uh I thought it was like an older card. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, no the printing I know is from 2013, so yeah, okay. Yep. Um um so like I don't obviously it's and well, I take that back. I have seen this like in fringy legacy lists. Yeah, like I um, I think of it as a cube card. Oh, right. it's definitely a cube card. It is a cube card. Um and then Knight of Souls Betrayal. Like we I, have this I on mean, a body, right? I paid a lot of money for my Knight of Souls Betrayals. I think so did I. <laughs> I think I have some too that it's like yeah, we have this on a body now. Yeah. Um, for less mana, for, right? Isn't that a three drop, or maybe it is a four no, I th- drop? I thought he was. Uh, is it Caravex or? Yeah, I think he's maybe he is two black black. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got like, uh, two like, like straight up cards from Commander, like Goshintai of Life's Origin, is yeah. just the Commander card. Right. Well, and so is Layla. Layla Le- 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 as well. Lelia. Yeah. Um I, I have seen some legacy lists with Lelia though. So have so I. I don't, know, I don't know if there's something you can do with that. Right. And then um pouring out for the homie. Tarmac yeah. wife. The mighty have fallen. Yeah, so uh what was that thing that I sent uh that Crokey's tweeted? Like I thought Tarmac Wife was a boomer card. Oh god, it's so much worse. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like Tyrell Grave has a lot of text, but it just gives it power and toughness, which... Yeah, it's just keyword big, and if key- you've been listening to the show for any length of time, uh, I mean, going back, like, clear to the beginning, keyword big was becoming not as relevant, and, yeah, key- and it's just gotten worse over yeah, time. Yeah, keyword big is just does not matter anymore. Yeah. I think Glimpse the Unthinkable might, might have a home. Right, like yeah, like it bl- probably will. There's like a blue black mill deck kind of like, like if there's if there are crabs, there will be a mill deck, mm-hmm. and like, glimpse does a good job of like turning on your drown on the locks, right, right. Like you hit someone with a glimpse, and then all your drown on the locks are like just a plus. Yep. So, I think it has a home. 
literally like in only one deck. Mm-hmm. I guess you could try to like mill yourself and do some shenanigans, but oh, that's true. I hadn't thought of that. You could, I guess, you could be Esper Esper Rally Glimpse Glimpse Rally. Mm-hmm. Mill true. yourself with <clears throat> cast blue black. Mill yourself, then get to white white X. Yeah, to bring it all back. Um, in a million billion years, I would have never guessed that the great minds at Wizard of the Coast would be like, "Yo, you know what arena's missing? <laughs> Chalice of the Void." Yeah. So. Chalice of the Void in digital, not the same experience as Chalice of the Void in paper. No, definitely not. It plays completely differently. It's a different Which is weird. Yeah. It has the same text, but works totally differently. So Chalice of the Void is XX. You put X charge counters on it. When a player casts a spell with mana value equal to the number of charge counters on Chalice of the Void, counter that spell. So... Mm -hmm. I know we've talked about the classic Galindo chalice check of you either confidently play your one mana spell under their chalice for one and see Mm -hmm. if they catch it, or you sneak it in when you're like, cast this, cast this, cast this, go. Yep. And like the last card's a one drop that you shouldn't have been able to like cast, and they just were like, okay, thanks for passing me the turn. You don't get to do that in Digital Magic because the computer goes, no. And you also don't have the joy of, like, accidentally, like, of forgetting to trigger the chalice on your own one drops. Mm-hmm. Uh, and feeling the shame of that. Right. The the, uh, the client makes you feel the shame instantly. Mm-hmm. So, like... It's also, like, not as oppressive without soul lands. Yeah, or, like, any kind of fast mana. Yeah. So, like, it's weird. I don't know why they, like... I don't know what problem it was like put in here to fix. Yeah. Unless, Dragon Race Channeler, maybe. I was gonna say, and like unless they were like, well, we need a way to deal with like uh Dragon Race Channeler, because well that was a mistake. We probably should have put that card. Yeah. Uh on on here. But like it doesn't do enough being like that you always have to wait till turn two. Mm-hmm. It's not the lock piece that it is in older formats with fast mana. Yeah, and like the Dragon Reach Chandler decks are a lot of one drops, but yeah. like it's not hard for them post board to like have access to artifact destruction mm-hmm. or like you know random bounce spell or whatever. Yeah, right. Like, oh, I, I have two main deck brazen borrowers. I can. I take wonder care if of this. this is plant a plant for something to come though. Maybe. Like, if, if it's meant to be on zero to stop some sort of free spell that's incoming. Oh, we just put, uh, we just put, uh, uh, Crash of Footfalls and, uh, the I other... mean, would it surprise you? No, no, because they don't playtest anything. Right. Um, but, like, I think I mentioned, uh, in the Discord that Chalice of the Void is banned in Brawl. <laughs> yeah, thanks to, uh, patch notes, I guess. Yeah, it was in the patch notes that... They banned Chalice in Brawl, and I don't know why. No idea. Like, the only thing I can think is they have said that they don't like 
play having cards legal in brawl that just hose commanders outright well, um, curse of silence is legal and i scoop to it every time someone plays it against me what is curse of silence they like when it enters a battlefield you pick a card name and cards of that name cost more to cast or something it basically hoses your commander okay oh yeah, yeah this thing this thing uh, i uh, scoop every time i see it chosen name and chain of player cost two more to cast yeah uh okay um but like they don't have pithing needle or sorcerer right. spyglass so like maybe like if you played a one drop or a two drop commander or something they could easily yeah get a get chalice on then you're just like, oh, I can't ever play my commander again. Yeah. But, like, Chalice, Chalice is a, like, was a fringy modern card when they had when we had Simeon Spirit Guide. Mm-hmm. And is, like, almost unplayable without Simeon Spirit Guide. Basically. And, like, the best deck in uh, Historic or one of the best decks is just the modern deck mm-hmm. with better cards. <laughs> yeah. So like, I don't know how chalice stacks up, but it's just weird. Like, like part of arena is it should be fun. Mm-hmm. And here's chalice of the void. <laughs> yeah. Like chalice of void is, is like not a fun card. Yeah. Not even like on the net fun. Like there's no fun right. being had. Neither side Digitally. has fun. Well, I, I mean, I kind of enjoy the like mind game, like yeah, playing this card paper, right? Yeah. And then we have Retrofitter Foundry. Yeah, I kind of want to play with this. Um, yeah. I don't know if I feel like playing Historic to play this. Maybe I'll just build a couple Brawl decks with it. But this is a cool card, Legacy playable. It's like sixty dollars. Yeah. Because it's like a Commander card, so it 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 does everything. So yeah, like it makes game objects and then turns them into other game objects. Yeah, like it gets played in in Legacy because it's an Urza Saga target mm-hmm. that like you can win the game with. Right. Right. It's not like just getting like an exploration map. It's like no, no, get your win con. Yeah. Oh, neat. Thanks. And then because reasons. They put. They give us all the bridges from Modern Horizons. Yeah, so. Indestructible artifact lands. Why? I. Like, the artifact deck was already pretty good. Yeah, right? Maybe like, they're going to print Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they are, they are clearly not fans of people having fun. Yep. See, Yokel Hops. <laughs> Yokel Hops. Hey, that had, like, a week or two of it, like five owing uh, magic mm-hmm. online leagues, like not too long ago. Yep. I remember that card from like way back in the day. Makes me Ice happy. Age. Yes. Makes me happy. Yep. Um, yeah. I, I don't know why these are here. Like they're in this weird spot where they are, too slow to be played 
if you're not getting affinity or like uh, metalcraft type bonuses for artifacts. But there aren't a lot of those cards. Mm -hmm. So like, here are these five lands that can literally only go into one deck. Or here are these ten lands that can... Like, they could have just printed the the blue-white one and been fine. Like, hey, we thought that... uh, um, what what is that card the the Thopter thing that draws cards? Um, Thought Monitor. Thought Monitor, yeah. Hey, we want the Thought Monitor deck to be better, but we don't want to just blatantly make it the Thought Monitor deck. <laughs> so we're not gonna just put the give you the blue white one. I guess we have to give you all of them. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not sure unless uh, there's unless they're doing something like foresight there's something upcoming well i mean actually we're gonna have a couple artifact sets right yeah which um so kaladesh was close to an artifact set like an artifact block that didn't completely and totally break the game but then they gave a smuggler's copter and um uh, what's Energy? And, and, uh, oh, what is it? Four mana thing? Spin the wheel? Aetherworks Marvel. Marvel. I'm, I'm really, really good with names, right? Yeah. But, like, it was, right? Like, they've never printed an artifact centric set that just wasn't busted. Right. Mirrodin? Busted. Mirrodin busted. Versus block, busted, busted. <laughs> um, like both times we went to Mirrodin was busted, right? Yeah, yep. Um, Kaladesh was busted. Not mm-hmm. for some of the artifacts were way too good. Heart of Kieran, mm-hmm. Smuggler's Captor, Marvel, yeah. but it was busted because it had those really good artifacts. And oh yeah, here's this parasitic mechanic that is ridiculous. In energy. Right. Right. So if I were them, I'd want to see like what happens to the artifact set out in the wild before I'm like, you know what we need to do? Pump up this artifact. Supercharge set. it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, like, just wait till they bring energy back in Brothers War. And, or again. I mean, you got to power those mech suits somehow, right? Yeah. Modern Horizons 3 will just have like. We'll just have energy in it and just be like ridiculous. So Rogue Refiner's a one drop. Yeah, two three. <laughs> Hybrid green blue. Hybrid green blue. Three two draw a card, make two energy. I don't yeah. know if we push this far enough. Um We're actually in hybrid green blue. Okay, there we go. So you can just pay two life. And it gains you two life on ATBs. So it's fine. Yeah. It's balanced. We balanced it. <laughs> Um, so I'm not thrilled with the prospects of like, okay, I don't play historic, so I can do whatever the hell you want. It's not going to impact me. I've decided that, uh, that format is perpetually dumb. So, oh, I see what you did there. You're welcome. Uh, Um, (laughs) but I'm, I'm not going to mess with it. So like break it all you want. But it just seems mm-hmm. like if I was like an entrenched historic player, they gave yeah. me nothing. 
Right. Nothing here moves the needle, makes like historic different or better. But I guess like, I mean retrofitter foundry might have potential too. Okay, it could. But for the most part. But I yeah. think that like part of your problem is is like you've stuck all these modern horizons two cards in this format. Mm-hmm. They're better than everything else. Right. So everything in that format has to be Modern Horizons 2 power level now. Exactly. So you can't you can't put a Tarmogoyf in when you've got the you know, star star that like with the number of like uh land types you control that either draws that either rummages you or like exiles cards from graveyards. Yeah. Right? Like cool Tarmogoyf, you're you're a 2/3. My guy's a 3/3. Three, three. Or a four four, mm-hmm. and is going to like get rid of my fifth land in my hand and get me a spell. Right. Tarm Griff's like, Rah, I'm a three four <laughs> now. It's like, cool, cool. You're still dead. You still can't block this. Yeah. Um, or like, Knight of Souls. What decks making a bunch of one ones? We already have the like. Is it illness in the ranks? Uh, illness in the ranks is on. The, what was the they printed it to try to like combat um uh field. It's like creature tokens get neg two, neg two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's from I don't like know what it is. uh it's from like Fate Reforged or Cons, like somewhere in that area, or like Yeah. Uh of that vintage. It's like we already have that card. Like, why do we need a four mana like just play language, it gets all of them. Right. It doesn't get the the one you play after the languish, but it gets all of them, or like ritual and of soot or something like. Yeah. Like here, it caught you up already. Yeah, like and we we all know that if uh, Knight of Souls Betrayal was printed now, it would say creatures your opponents control. Correct for four mana, absolutely. Yeah, it would probably draw you a card too, and like give you a shiatsu yeah. massage, but uh, <laughs> count as two <laughs> two card types in your graveyard. Exactly. Uh, legendary artifact enchantment. Something. It would yep. it would be something else. It would get yep. you delirium all by itself. Um, yep. <laughs> it would say this card in your graveyard gives you delirium. A Why? Okay. Thanks. Tribal artifact enchantment creature. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I guess I... Like, I just feel like this is something that if you're his, a, a 60 card historic player, you don't care. It's yeah, I think game. most of this is for Brawl. Which, like, amen that, like, people like playing Historic Brawl. I, I actually like Historic Brawl. The uh, the fake cards don't show up nearly as often, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a fun format. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Friday, uh, Saffron Olive put out uh, a deck with... Uh, a, he played Brawl. Mm-hmm. Because uh, he wanted to play Go Shintai. Yep. So, like, you know, that's... It's good that people have a place to, like, use their cards. Mm-hmm. That is, like, Brawl. But... I'm I'm assuming that no one plays, like, 60 cards Actual historic. historic. Yeah, probably not. Right, because if you wanted to play Hearthstone, you'd go play Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. And if you wanted to go play Magic, you'll play Standard or Explorer. Probably explore. Probably explore. Yep. All right. So there we go. 
Now, this is a collection of uh, dusty old relics that like aren't playable <laughs> anymore. Yeah. It's Night of Souls Betrayal, Tarmogoyf. Um, no. Ophiomancer. Like, there's a lot here. But, like, Avacyn is, like, a Brawl card. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure they have the data. And I'm sure that they think that this selection of cards appeals to the most people who, like, deal in Historic. But yeah. that might just be that the majority of people who play Historic play Brawl. Could very well be. So. All right, like. With all of this, unless you have some like sweet anthology thoughts, I think we have a show. No, nope. I think we have a show. All right. So if you have any mailbag questions for us, uh, let us know. We have our uh, social media links in the description below. So mm-hmm. you can uh, check all those out and get in touch with us and we can answer some questions. We're going to do that here in the next couple of weeks because uh, spoilers is going to start soon. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, so yeah, get us your soon. questions so we can answer them uh, sooner rather than later. Like Brian said, links in the description, any place you want to contact us, feel free. Um, we would appreciate if you enjoy listening to us talk every week that you please consider supporting the show. Um, two ways to do it. TCG player affiliate link, tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. Head over there. Anything you purchase, we'll get a percentage up to help keep the show going. We know you're going to purchase stuff anyway, so just use TCG Player and help us out. Uh, also, patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg if you want to give us a couple bucks directly. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, patrons get access to our show notes. They also get access to another whole show of ours every week. You get to listen to more of us. Yeah. Um, and you also get put on a mailing list, which sometime towards the end of this month i will get out to patrons i promise um if you want to get put on the list sign up for patreon and shoot me your address and i'll add you to my list um like brian said mailbag episode we need questions so make sure you send those over and we're going to try the tournament one more time uh peasant brawl standard saturday august 27th at 8 p.m i have to actually make the event so i got to remember to do that Make the event. Um, and I'll put it in the description. Yeah. yeah. So it's easy to get to. Yep, yep. All right. And I don't have anything else. Neither do I. So with that, we'll catch you on the internet. We'll catch you on the internet. <laughs>